Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of This Week in APA. I am your host, John Azalon, and want to welcome everybody in. Thanks for joining us and being part of the podcast and supporting the podcast as well. What we're going to do in this one is continue our series on the 2021 APA convention. Uh, our 100th episode overall, you might remember, started off the convention uh, series when we replayed the interview with Skeet Carr conducted by uh, Greg Wells. And, and that was a very interesting conversation, very entertaining. Uh, Skeet's been around. He's been a part of the game company since 1964. He had a lot of interesting and funny things to say. And if you haven't heard that, go to the archives. Uh, hook it up and listen to that. Uh, I know you'll enjoy it. Our second part of the APA Convention series had to do with the Hall of Fame inductees. You might remember back in 2020, uh, there was no convention, but there were people who were to be inducted that year. And so in 2021, they inducted them and the ones from this particular year. And so I had interviews with each of the inductees uh, to the APA Hall of Fame, including yours truly. I didn't interview myself, John Herson did. So if you haven't heard that, again, go back to the archives and check it out. I think you'll be entertained. Um, so this time we're gonna just really get a snapshot of what happened during those four and even five days. Some people get there on Wednesday, but from Wednesday through Sunday uh, of what goes on at the APA convention. I get to talk to a lot of people. Uh, I, I get to kind of uh, hone in on some of the tournaments. And uh, it's just something that I think if you're not there, you miss out on. And if you weren't there, I'm going to try to uh, let you know what you can expect when you come to a convention. And for those who are at the convention, I think they'll enjoy just to look back and see uh, some of the happenings. But it all has to begin somewhere. And this year's convention, like the one in 2019, started with me and Ken Kraft traveling from Northern Kentucky all the way down to Alpharetta, Georgia. All right, we're in the uh, APA Mobile, the uh, This Week in APA uh, vehicle that we have taken down Alpharetta, Georgia. We are in Alpharetta. Ken Kraft and I are sitting next to me. Got in last night a little before 11. Got hunkered down, went to breakfast today. Saw a few of the folks, including John Herson, Skeet Carr. We passed by him, uh, and uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a good trip so far. Kenny, you were on the first episode of This Week in APA. We did the pre-play of the 2017 World Series, Dodgers and Houston. And now here we are, episode 100. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me to be the first and uh, guest ever and the first segment of the 100th show. I, I'm totally honored and extremely humbled. Well, you should be. Uh, as we are on the road now from the hotel to the game company where we are going to officially uh, register, get our t-shirts, uh, and then uh, a long day here on Friday. Uh, the, the banquet will be tonight. Uh, we're going to have a home run derby uh, competition today. Uh, a lot of the innovations uh, are, are going to be uh, put out today, as well as uh, some tournaments and guys getting together, playing games, doing whatever. And Kenny, you were telling me that you're going to uh, uh, play a series in one of your uh, uh, leagues against one of your uh, uh, league uh, partners. Yeah, I'm in the, uh, the double, and uh, we had our big convention in Oklahoma City back in June, but it just so happens that another member of the league is here at the convention. So we're going to play our series uh, probably tonight after dinner, which is it's always fun, more fun to play league games face-to-face -face than it is you know, solo with mail instructions, that's for sure. All right, so uh, we are on our way to the uh, uh, game company, and oh, by the way, I want to say that... Uh, we have both picked our teams for the tournament beginning tomorrow on Saturday. I've taken the 2018 Los Angeles Dodgers. For what reason, I don't I'll tell you the reason. I thought it was the 2017 Dodgers, which was the uh, first 
episode was the 17 Dodgers against the 17 Houston Astros in the pre-play, and uh, I thought I was taking the 17 Dodgers, and I accidentally picked up the 18 Dodgers. Kenny, which team are you taking? I got the 1990 Oakland A's. Yeah, I got to turn right here. I'm, just <laughs> I'm driving, by the That's way. That's all right. That's all right. But he's not on the phone. I yeah. Not a big fan of the Oakland A's, but uh, I don't have a lot of older sets, and they're a, a very nice tournament team with two A starters, and of course you have the Eck in the bullpen, the AB double Z. Yeah, well, with all that good lettuce. So anyway, uh, we're going to uh, go out to the West Coast for our uh, two tournament teams, and it should be a lot of fun. We're going to have over 50 uh, players here for the tournament, so uh, a good time will be had by all. We're heading to the game company to see John and Connie and the rest of the gang and whoever shows up when we get there. This is the first uh episode of our 100th episode our first segment of our 100th episode will be more to come so stay tuned on this week in APA well like the song says the devil went down to Georgia and Ken Craft and I thought well if it's good enough for him it's good enough for us so we made the road trip and got to Alpharetta on Thursday night it was a little bit late Already a bunch of people were there and more were to come on Friday and even some coming on Saturday as well. Uh, and, but the first thing that we did was we had to go to the game company to officially register to pick up our packets and to pick up any uh, merchandise that we wanted to purchase along the way. But the main thing was to go to the main office and uh, get checked in. And of course, the office uh, this time it was pretty pretty hectic. I mean, a lot of things were going on. People were coming in and out. Uh, of course, John was holding court in his office, and Ken and I went back there and spent about an hour uh, chatting with John and a lot of the folks that were coming in and out. And one of the people that we chatted with is one of John's best employees. Well, in fact, she's the only employee for the most part. There are a couple other people that work there, but it's the one who really runs this company. And her name is Connie. And I had a chance, I've talked with Connie before, but this is the first time I had her on tape. So here is the real person who runs the game company, Connie. Oh, God. I'm here with the legendary yeah. Connie of the Appa Game Company. We're here at the offices. Connie, I know you've been in the background. Yeah, come on, you're on the podcast now, come on. You you've been you're you're willing to say things behind the scenes, and now I want to get it right on record. Connie, first of all, great to be here. Great to see you. How you I know you're not feeling good. You have laryngitis. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> not that you can tell. So, what's it like here on uh, convention weekend? Uh, you, you got a lot of things going on. You're welcoming people in. You're getting them registered. Uh, what what is it like on these uh, three days? It's a crazy madhouse. <laughs> Even madder than with working with John every day, you probably got a pretty good, uh, a pretty good dose of that all year long. But this is really on top of things. I just send him to his room <laughs> and do my job. And he goes. I you said it before, and he's gone. He takes off like a scalded cat. But uh, well, Connie, you do a great job. We're always happy to see you when we come here during the convention and uh, keep up the good work. You got you guys still got a little bit of a, a workload ahead of you. Yeah, we can handle it. Yeah. You we always can. That was Connie, everybody. So if you want to know who really runs this company, <laughs> it's that woman you heard from right here. <laughs> now, the first major event that happens at the APA convention is the Home Run Derby that begins on Friday. Well, I take that back. It's really John's speech and welcoming and talking about things, but nobody really listens to that. But the really, the first big thing that happens is the Home Run Derby. And it's always a lot of fun. It kind of kicks off the weekend. And it was a pretty exciting one. I've been a part of the Derby in 2019. I did not fare well at all. Uh, but this year, I went to the tournament with Jay Bruce, former Cincinnati Red, just retired. Uh, and I took him into the arena to see what he could do. And I ended up doing fairly well, as you will hear with my conversation with Greg Wells. All right, there you go. So I'm here with John Asselon, 
who's getting ready to play in the semifinals. Johnny, how you feeling? Man, I can't believe it. I picked up Jay Bruce just out of the air in the room 15 minutes before coming down here, and uh, the guy is just rolling out his yes. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going up against the kid, Tyler, uh, Tyler Wicks, and I've beaten two of the Wicks already, and I'm going for the uh, going to knock out the Wicks. Going for the hat trick. That's beautiful. Okay, that's it. Okay, we're going to That's it. Look at how happy I'm interviewing with me. Here I am. Uh, here at the uh, Home Run Derby in the big conference room here, I have taken down two wicks. I'm going for number three. Tyler Wicks is going into this, the semifinals, against me, yours truly, John Azalon. He's got Don Drysdale, who has won – how many games have you, have you won? Two or three? He's won three going up against the venerable Jay Bruce. Tyler, how do you feel about this matchup? Um, I feel pretty good. Last game I scored 24, so I'm looking to get more than that. But we'll see how it goes. Well, it's a good thing Drysdale's not pitching to Jay Bruce because I think he would dust him at least three or four times. But we do have batting practice pitchers going. Uh, Drysdale, I just looked at his card. It's awesome. And I really like Don Drysdale. So win or lose, it's going to be fun. Tyler, best of luck to you. And we are ready to go. We'll tell you about the outcome in a minute. I mean, your mistake was you had five in a row. Yeah, I know. Tyler's rubbing it in. I'm back. John Aslan back here for this week in Appa, and uh, I just couldn't do it. Uh, Don Drysdale beat out Jay Bruce uh, 16 to 11. The Airedale put up some big numbers early, and Jay Bruce went to sleep. And Tyler, congratulations. You're moving on to the finals. I can't believe it. Tyler, congratulations. Um, thank you. It was a close game. He almost came back. And. Um, it's all about dice rolls. That's all that matters. That's what it comes down to. Dice rolls and re-rolls, because we had a lot of re-rolls between the two of us. What I, I got to ask you, what made you choose Don Drysdale? I mean, most people aren't going to think of a pitcher, but what made you think of that? Um, like three years ago, I saw the card, and I was like, can I use this? I asked my dad, and he said yes, and I've just been using it ever since. From scoring four to scoring 24, it's all about the rolls. You could have the best card in the world, and you still would lose somehow. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a lot of ones on the card, but he's got some zeros too, and that can kind of cost you because you don't have a good batting average, so the second column cards aren't that good. But you were rolling really well, and, and really, uh, to my uh, uh, de detriment, Bruce just had a great series in the third column, but it wasn't that way today. He wrote a lot of 51s, a lot of 53s, and that really hurt. So now you're moving on to the finals. Did you win it one year? No, my dad did. Your dad, that's what it was. One of the Wikes got it uh, a couple years ago. Now Tyler's going to try to carry on the family tradition. Tyler, good luck to you, and we'll be rooting for you. Thank you. All right, that's it. Tyler Wikes goes on to the finals, beating me the podcast master but uh, he did a good job we're looking forward to the finals take care john aslan back here in the finals of home run derby here in uh Apple convention 2021 and uh tyler wikes with don drysdale ahead 20 what is it 25 18 over bob horner uh the great one uh playing for the uh, milwaukee or the atlanta Braves at that time you got one last shot. We go to the bottom of the ninth. Pete, the legend, going up against the upstart Tyler. Pete, do you think he got a chance? Doesn't look good, but we'll give it a, a good shot. We'll give it our best. And, Tyler, how are you feeling knowing that you have nothing to do now but just watch and see what happens on these final inning of rolling from the great one, Pete Simonelli? Um, it comes down to the dice, and I'll either win or lose. That's how it works. We're going to stay right here and do the dice rolling. Pete, you're up. Last chance. That's another. We got a lot of re-rolls, by the way, in case you're in case you're wondering. But it is a single column card for Bob Horner, and there's one out. Bob Horner now down to two outs left. Forty-six thirty home run. And there's a home run. So here we come. Here we go. A little time left, but he's got some rolling to do. Thirty. There's another home run. Sorry, what's the score? He's five home runs away, two outs to get the job done. Uh-oh. Uh, no good. No. So it's two outs. Here is Pete's last chance. Can he get five rolls? And that is the end. It is over. 25-20. Tyler White's the winner of this year's home run derby with Don Drysdale, believe it or not.
I was kind of hoping, you know what I was going to do if, if Tyler lost, I was going to claim Don Drysdale for next year, but, you know, get him out of the way. But, yeah, me too. We both saw him pitch. Tyler, congratulations, and we're going to go up to talk to uh, – we will go and talk to uh, John Hurston about this, but uh, great job. How do you feel after winning this year's home run derby? Um, I feel like it's just because of my dad. <laughs> I had to do he it. He did the research? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I had to do it because I can't let him one-up me. <laughs> well, there you go. Two in the Whites family. I took down two of the Whites, but I could not take down you, and you ended up winning it. <laughs> All right, there you go, your winner, Tyler Wikes, of the 2021 Home Run Derby. Well, I'm happy to say that uh, even though I did not win the Home Run Derby Championship, I did pronounce the Wikes family name correctly at the end, started them out with Wicks. Actually, it was pronounced Wikes, uh, so uh, sorry about that, guys. But uh, Tyler with the championship using the Don Drysdale card. And if you uh, have not had a chance to look at that Don Drysdale hitting card, uh, it is uh, a very impressive sight. Uh, so go check that out. But uh, that was the big uh, uh, event on Friday. But first thing, Saturday morning after breakfast, that begins the baseball tournament. That's the big event of the weekend. And uh, uh, guys lined up down in the bottom floor of the hotel and got things started. A little bit of a rule change this year. Uh, I'm going to let Brian Wells kind of explain it to you as, as we had some very interesting divisions uh, come up uh, with the new uh, rule changes as far as wins, losses, and ties. No extra innings. So uh, here it is, uh, Brian Wells uh, kind of describing the way things were going uh, part of the way through the APA Baseball Tournament. All right, we're back here at the uh, APA Baseball Tournament here on Saturday of the APA Convention, and I'm with Brian Wells. Uh, Brian, you've got some interesting news. we got one of the divisions that is practically in a dead heat. Will you explain to us what's happening? Yeah, so we're doing points this year. It's like soccer, three points for a win, one for a tie, none for a loss. Uh, my division, we got one, two guys at one game left, and then two people who are in the ninth inning, and it looks like they just tied it up. So it looks like our points are going to be about 16, 15, 14, 13, I think. John, my opponent, is laughing at me. He's got me in my head. I'm feeling self-conscious now. But it is going to come down to the final moments. I will say, you know, Amy and I, Amy Wikes and I are in the same division. We both won. So I think in our minds, you know, we've, had, we've done it before. Pat has been to the playoffs. John has been to the playoffs. Neither have made it to the top. So I'm rooting for one of those two guys to come out on top here. I, as, as arrogant and narcissistic as I am, I would like to see one of them win. <laughs> but, but, the, but the funny thing is, this is the first time we've gone to a soccer-type scoring system with ties being included. And now let me ask you this on a personal level. Is this something that you think is good for the tournament or think something that you might have just, let's get ties out of the way, let's have wins and losses? I actually didn't think I would like it. I do like it. It's been more intense, and it keeps the standings tighter, and we're moving a lot faster. Now, we're moving faster because we have six team divisions, so you're playing the same person twice. You're not waiting for single games, which can slow it down. I mean, what time is it? It's 3 o'clock Eastern. We're all about to play our last game. Usually it's not done till closer yeah, to right. dinner time. You're right. So this has been great. And the ties, I think, again, they, they lock the standings up. I haven't heard conversations about potential tiebreakers like this in years. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Brian, you did a great job explaining it. I have no idea what's going on here. So, But I appreciate your time. We're going to talk to you later on a more personal level. All right, but thanks for the interpretation here. Thank you. During the convention, besides the uh, big uh, tournaments, the home run derby and the baseball tournament, there are a lot of side tournaments that go on. There's a lot of APA game playing, whether it's golf, hockey, football, soccer. Uh, but uh, one of the, the things that normally happens during the convention weekend is the finals of the football tournament. And I was uh, fortunate enough to be in at the tail end of the championship game. And here is how that all wrapped up in my interview with the two players.
All right, John Aslan back here at the APA Convention 2021. We have just had the finals of the football tournament, and the winner is Mike Harlow with the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs over John Duke's 1999 L.A. Rams. And uh, I'll tell you, it was a great game. I watched the final or the uh, St. Louis Rams, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm old school. You know how that goes. But the St. Louis Rams and Kurt Warner in that game. Uh, 30-24 was the final. Mike scored late in the fourth quarter uh, to uh, – or midway through the fourth quarter and then added a field goal to win. First of all, Mike, congratulations. Big win over a guy who knows how to play this game. Uh, for sure. John was a, a very good opponent. Uh, he keyed my guys an awful lot, but I got some good rolls and uh, called the right place at the right time, and uh, it happened. I was um, very happy to have won this one. Now, have you gotten to this far in a tournament before or any part? Is this your first tournament, or how many tournaments have you been in? Um, I was in a tournament a couple of years ago. I was with the 92 Buffalo Bills against the uh, New England Patriots, and uh, we ended up tying at the end, and... Uh, Tom Brady came through at the end and uh, <laughs> defeated my Bills. <laughs> well, and that seems pretty much par for the course, doesn't it? Though? And Tom Brady comes through and the Bills lose, right? Games are realistic yeah. in that way. Yeah, it is. A great game. And I, I've not played a football game. I've watched it now a few times, and I'm telling you, this is going to be my next project to play this. John, uh, you're a longtime football player. We were talking at dinner. You came in with the 99 St. Louis Rams, and you gave it a run. It was 17-17, what, at the end of the third quarter? Yeah. Yeah, it was 17-17, and um, but Mike's team just was stronger overall and much more consistent. You know, my club got a couple of long touchdowns, but other than that, Mike's team really controlled the ball, and he's an excellent coach as well. We've played together before. And, uh, so, yeah, so uh, the big win, Mike Carlo with the championship trophy, and you're you can't see it, but it's sitting right there. Mike is going to be uh, honored that, uh, with that trophy right there. It's a beautiful, beautiful trophy. Very nicely done as his 2018 Chiefs beat the 1919 St. Louis Rams. Thanks, guys, for your uh, input. Congratulations, Mike. John, congratulations getting to the finals. Thank you. Thank you. When the smoke cleared, the winner of the 2021 Apple Convention Baseball Tournament was none other than Steve Scoff. Steve won it with the 2019 Los Angeles Dodgers, and he ended up beating Kevin Clough with, believe it or not, the 2019 Los Angeles Dodgers. So the Dodgers beat the Dodgers. Uh, uh, Steve won that series uh, by a total of three games to two. So it was a great tournament, as it always is. Uh, Steve Scoff, a great player amongst many APA games, uh, came out the winner in that one. Want to talk about some of the other tournament winners, some that were finished in Alpharetta, some that were finished prior. Uh, but the uh, hockey tournament was also won by Steve Scoff in his 75 76 Montreal Canadiens. He defeated Greg Wells, which is not an easy thing to do. Greg had the 57-58 Canadiens, and Steve won that tournament two games to none. The soccer champion was Ron Emch and his 2016-2017 Tottenham Hotspurs as he defeated Craig Musselman and the 2019-2020 Liverpool Reds by a score of 5-3, to three. a lot of scoring in that one. Uh, and, and I mentioned earlier that we uh, uh, played some games uh, just for fun uh, when people got to town. Uh, one of them was horse racing, which still has a, has a pretty decent following. A lot of people like the horse racing game. Uh, I really played it in earnest for the first time uh, in Alpharetta over that weekend. Uh, and, and it was a lot of fun. The winner of that uh, horse racing uh, tournament was Sim uh, was Jim Cecilla with Exceller. Uh, he won it. The show horse was Chuck Source's Seattle Slough, and there was a dead heat for third between Connor Duncan's Nasty and Bold and Skeet Cars Buckfinder. Uh, and finally, uh, the golf. Uh, there was a, a par three golf tournament. That was played first time that's ever been done, 
at the convention, and that was won by none other than Greg Wells. You don't want to play Greg Wells in golf, at least in the APA games. Uh, so uh, just wanted to uh, mention all of those winners. Uh, what we have coming up next on the podcast is kind of a hodgepodge of uh, folks that I talked to. tried to get as many as I could uh, just for brief little snippets uh, about uh, uh, what they were doing and thinking of and uh, uh, how they were enjoying the weekend in Alpharetta. So here that is, and I hope you enjoy it. John Asson back here at the uh, convention in Alpharetta 2021, and I'm I'm standing here with David Small, who, uh, uh, well, I'm going to let Dave explain to you uh, uh, his history of the Apple Game Company. And Dave, first of all, thanks for coming out here and doing this interview for me. Talk about how you got started in Apple. I saw a little ad in the Sporting News. I was 15 years old. It was 1952, if I recall. <laughs> So Skippy Johnson, my buddy, and I put in five bucks a piece and bought the game. We had a ball with that. Uh, I think it was the 53 set, mm-hmm. and uh, we just enjoyed it. We went crazy for it. Played into the small hours every night for weeks at a time. Just loved it. Now, you know, and, and I hear that story all the time, and, and it's it, the thing that kind of, of impresses me is that it is an immediate love of the game. I mean, people start playing, and it's like, this is the greatest thing. I don't know where it's been yeah. all my life. But you were got one of the early, early sets. I mean, this company began in 51, and you purchased a 53 set. Um, what, what, have you, what differences have you seen over the years in, in, the, uh, uh, in the additional sets that you bought and how you've played the game? Well, uh, the game, of course, has become refined as more elements have been added to the game. And it's a, it's a better game, of course, than it was uh, back in 53. But I tell you the other thing about it is that you, you, it really gives you an education about baseball mm-hmm. and its history. If you uh, go along and you basically buy the sets as they become available, you actually become a kind of quasi-historian of the game yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, and I've said that before. I'm doing a 1964 replay, and I go back and I study the history yeah. of that time, and it was kind of a, a good time for me. I was eight years old. I think that was when I fell in love with baseball, Fantastic. and it all just brings back great memories oh, for yeah. me. And and I think you're right. I think people that do play the game kind of look back and say, oh, oh you know, I see this card. It's a pretty good card. I'm going to go back and find out about this guy. You're exactly yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yes. And, you know, uh, there are teams I, that I love that uh, – I wasn't even alive when uh, these boys were playing the game. And uh, to, you know, to see, uh, to experience through the dice and the cards what Lou Gehrig, for example, can do on a baseball field <laughs> is just amazing. Really, And it's like the guy is alive again yeah. and yeah. playing out there on the field. And it's exciting. Yeah. It actually gives you chills. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, I'm telling you, you, you've encompassed it all right here in just the last three minutes. But And I think it, that is echoed throughout the interviews that I do is that the game plays so smoothly, so lifelike, yes. that you do feel like you're actually watching the game from the stands and these guys are performing right. uh, the, the feats that they performed when they were playing. Uh, what, what is your favorite so – I'm sure you bought a lot of sets. What's your favorite set that you bought with Apple? Uh, my favorite set. Well, that's really hard to say. Uh, I like the older teams just because baseball was played differently back then. I like that uh, version of the game. Right now, I'm kind of entranced by the Yankees in the 50s yeah. because they played beautiful baseball. I was a kid living in New York, and I didn't really appreciate them. I was all about Brooklyn. Mm, okay. You know, Duke Snyder. Yeah, the Duke. Yeah, yeah. Gill and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But the Yankees, I thought, well, geez, you know, these guys are only so-so, yet they're great, <laughs> they're, actually. They're great. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. And Casey knew just how to use his personnel. Right. You get the maximum out of those guys, mm-hmm. and it is reflected in the cards. Right. It really is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think that's a good point, too. And, you you know, the 50s was the transition from DiMaggio to Mantle yeah. and, and a whole different era. And for some reason, the Yankees just kept winning and winning and winning. I, I know it. And, uh, you know, you take a player like Gil McDougald, mm-hmm. 
you know, you kind of just kind of take them for granted. I'm 15 years old. I'm thinking, oh, this guy's not so hot. Well, you know, but he is really good. Very good. A very intelligent ball yeah. player and a wonderful guy to have on your team. Yeah. But uh, so, as it as I said earlier, this adds to your education. Yeah. You know, in spades. Yeah. The more you play the game, the more you understand the history and the nature of the game itself. Yeah. Well, David, talking to you is like going back in history and, and learning as much as we can about the game. It was really great to see you here. Always fun to see the folks that have played Apple for, for a very long time and are still coming back for it. So yes. thanks so much for the time. The other thing is oh. uh, this is a fellowship. Oh, yes. Uh, and besides the, the love of the game, we also had this terrific fellowship. Uh, we get together, and it is just an amazing group of people. Yep. Hear it over and over again, and you just uh, uh, enhance that again. David, thank you so much for taking the time, and we hope to see you again next year. I would hope so. Okay, great. Thanks. Thank you, David. Yep. <clears throat> John Aslan back here in Alpharetta for the 2021 convention, and I'm talking here with a guy that's been around for a long, long time and is uh, a lover of APA, a player of, of APA, and uh, one of the all-time greats, Pete Simonelli. Pete. Great weekend. Great to see you here. Great to see everybody here that could make it. And what, what, what are your thoughts about coming back after not being able to have the convention last year? John, you uh, could not have said it better. Uh, uh, yes, last year was a downer, of course. We had to uh, go with it. And uh, to come back, we knew we were coming back. Just a matter of time. And uh, I'm happy that uh, the turnout was uh, very strong. Certainly had a great time. There is never enough time. I have mixed feelings about leaving today. And um, I'm glad that John Herson uh, advanced the uh, convention program to Thursday. And I always get here well before that. Yeah. And uh, it's just a, a terrific experience. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Yeah. And I, I can't wait until uh, the next one. Well, and that's why I think you just said it there, too, is that, you know, you, you wouldn't miss it for anything. And last year we had to miss it. And it was a long wait to come back. In fact, we had to wait even longer than a year because, as usual, uh, or normally it's in June. We waited till August. And, uh, uh, but we, we got here. We are missing a few very important people that couldn't make it for, for a number of reasons. But the people that got here, it really seemed like they were – exhaling a long-held breath to be able to come back and see all their friends. Yes, uh, including myself, and uh, it, it's just indescribable. Uh, uh, even my wife comes. Uh, she enjoys uh, seeing these fellas. Uh, they they enjoy seeing her, and it it's just terrific. It's uh, If you're looking for a vacation, I suppose, it's the, for me, it's one, one of the best kinds of vacations you could ever find. <laughs> yeah, and you're with a lot of friends and a lot of people that care about us. And uh, uh, again, it, 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 now we're at the end of August, and we can't wait till next June because we'll be back here to do it again. We'll be back here. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, well, we all are. Pete. In fact, oh, go ahead. in the past, I've, I've made my reservation for the following year. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know the exact dates yet, so I'll hold yeah. off for now. Yeah, well, it'll be the week after Father's Day, as it always is, and we hope that that'll, that'll be true. And, uh, Pete, always great to see you. You're always as kind as could be to me and uh, have always welcomed me in. So uh, great to see you. Have a safe trip home. You too, John, and uh, I enjoy the podcast and uh, keep up uh, the good work. Uh, you're the ideal person to do that. You're very skilled at what you do, and you, you make it uh, that much more enjoyable. And all the best to you. Thank you, Pete, and I'll give you the $5, I promise you, for saying that, Andrew. <laughs> That's Pete Simonelli, everybody, and we'll be back on This Week in Napa. Sounds like a joke. I mean, it is for real. That is the voice of John Cocker, one of the greats here of the Apple community, and we talk about the Apple community a lot, and this guy is the epitome of it. One, he, he, he's like the Grand Marshal. He, he's always around. He's always talking up the community. He's always talking up the game. Uh, one of the friendliest and kindest guys that I know. John, always a pleasure to see you here, and especially after missing last year. Welcome back, my friend. And, uh, and, and what, what can you say about the way the resurgence has come back this year at the last? Uh, it is when we all knew after 26 months that we needed to do this again. Yeah. I, until we all got here in the same room, I am not sure we knew for sure 
how much we needed it. Uh, this is uh, this is this is restorative of what little soul I ever had, and I'm sure it's true for everybody else. And of course, then then the great thing is we get we got uh, two Hall of Fame classes, and uh, the two Hall of Fame class the, the the three people that went in. Uh, my conflict of interest in the matter notwithstanding. It's just, uh, you know, I, I always like it when I, at the end of the day, I can say that the Hall of Fame is now a much better place all the way around, and it is. Yeah. And that, and yes, John Aslan, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was bestowed the honor of being inducted uh, last night. But talk about your special person who got inducted last night as well, besides, uh, of course, Skeet Carr, but uh, well, you need to talk about that. Skeet was long in, John. Uh, the, the 2021 class was Steve Ryan, yeah. who is a special person, uh, but the 2020 class, honored to be in the 2020 class with you, uh, was my better half, Dr. Rebecca Peterson, uh, who, uh, who was rightfully inducted because, let us face the facts, folk, facts folks, um, my Hall of Fame plaque should have been half hers all along, but there was nothing I've ever done in this community that she that she wasn't right behind me doing all the uh, doing all the unseen work, and um, and and it was uh, the only thing that I can say though. You have no idea how hard it is to keep a secret from a wife of 25 years <laughs> for 18 months when the wife is a shrink because uh, <laughs> because yeah. but I managed to do it. The fix was perfect. I can tell you. I know her facial expressions as well as anyone, and she was blindsided last night. And of course, that's the fun part of yeah. the Hall of Fame inductions: yeah. is when you're when they start talking about you, and all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, that's me they're talking about. You know, and you could not. Is exactly the way I felt. I heard Greg Wells say about the community and the podcast, and I thought, oh, you mentioned a podcast, that's nice. And then he kept going, and he kept going. I said, he's not going to do that, is he? <laughs> but but that being said, uh, it really seemed like Rebecca was was, was overcome with emotion about and, it. And that's not easy for her. What you have to understand about her, in addition to being a very quiet, mostly introverted person, but that is also a professional thing for her. She's a psychologist. She has to sit with a straight yeah. face and listen to things that the rest of us could not imagine and would not wish to imagine, right, right. Uh, particularly because uh, you know her specialty is suicide prevention. Mm. And so, so when she gets that visibly shaken up, you got to her. Yeah. Trust me yeah. on this point after yeah. 25 years. Yeah. Um, but she absolutely deserved it. We are talking about someone who for years served the purpose in the tournament of the person who would sit or play depending upon whether it was an odd or even number. We are talking about the person without whose logistical help I would have never started the Robert Henry tournament or gotten it going. Yeah. We are talking, you know, these are, she just is behind everything in this crowd, but more importantly, there are things behind the scenes which for, for reasons of people's confidentiality, I can't necessarily talk about well i will talk about one because it's in uh, in that commemorative at the journal pete and pat simonelli myself and rebecca are the four people that got bob henry out of potter's field and into yeah, his own grave right, exactly. and and that is and 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 without her logistical help because that's what she's good at i'm not sure that ever happens and if that doesn't epitomize the the feeling and the family relationships that the people in this community have nothing does that that is an amazing story and we've talked about it before so we we don't really need don't need to belabor it but it it is something that i don't know if you'd ever see that in another group uh like it happened here uh for the apple crowd for bob henry but this is not another group yeah right and that is the whole point right the thing uh kevin cluff's another hall of famer his article in that same journal explored a point that i've been puzzling about for 20 years Yes, this hobby draws like-minded people. We all want to play the same game. Sure. Yes, this hobby draws intelligent, highly educated people to a large extent because, let's face it, this is not, this is not a game for people that don't, that don't have two brain cells to rub together. <laughs> but just because you have an intelligent, highly educated, committed group of people in this world doesn't mean that you don't get a group of jerks. Believe me, it doesn't. I, I, I've known a few. <laughs> Why in the world does this group draw only the finest human beings I've ever known and ever hoped to know? And I can't figure it out. I'm still working on it, and obviously so is Kevin Clough because of based on his article. Yeah. But th- but this is this is absolutely it. Uh, Rebecca went into that Hall of Fame last night, and her eyes weren't dry. But there were three of us grizzled veterans of the Hall of Fame, all men who were just as bad off. Uh, including including my good friend Randy Corrier, who we all found out later he fessed up to having written the letter to John Herson that, that caused that to go forward. Yeah. 
and and these things are, you know, the, I can't express it. I'm if I'm struggling for words, it's because I'm not sure what the words are. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is the greatest thing, and I'm sure she feels. And John, I'll say this to you: applies to you too. I my Hall of Fame plaque means more to me than if somebody had given me a Nobel Prize in something. Why? The Nobel Committee evaluates your career based on documents in the record. This group here are people that actually know you and give you the award anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that means these yeah. people's opinion mean more to me than yeah. some, any, I don't care how prestigious something yeah. else is. It's, yeah. and, and I know Rebecca feels the same way. Yeah. I'm sure if you don't feel the same way yet, by the time you are home a few days, you will. And uh, it, this is the most wonderful thing. I would have to talk about Steve Ryan going in the Hall oh, of Fame, Steve's too. Oh, Steve's I first met Steve. Steve's from Chattanooga. He, I first met him on the, the first convention here in, in Alpharetta. Uh, and I grabbed him like I grabbed everybody else and gave him the first guy speech. And he looked at me like I grew another head. <laughs> and then he came back, as they always do, he came back to me on Sunday and said, I get what you said now. I'm never missing another one, and he never has. Yeah. But yeah. also... The work he did to uh, ease the road uh, at the end for our dear friend and fellow Hall of Famer, Charlie Fauché, yeah. uh, who, in terms of accomplished people in the Hall of Fame, well, there was one. Yeah. And uh, these are the sorts of things that uh, it's not, you know, it's not about winning and losing the Hall of Fame. It's about what you do for this community. Yeah. But, uh, and the only problem is everybody in this community does so much. That, uh, that, that I would probably have the next 10 Hall of Fame classes already mapped out. I am told, I don't know who it is, that next year's has already been decided. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Well, but you made a great point. It's not about analytics. It's about character. And, and I'm not saying that because, because I'm, I, I, I'm still shocked that, that I was elected to go in. But it, it is. And, and there's, no, there's no analytics you could count that could account for the people who I know and you know are in this hall and who come in, and who aren't in the hall that come to this convention every single year participate contribute uh it is just one big happy family and this family has gotten together again after a long wait in rebecca's profession uh there is now a term it is actually a technical term that describes this group perf perfectly this is known as a family of choice Right. Okay, that it, it, within yeah. the world of social work and psychology, this is now a known thing for people who are estranged from their own families or had trouble like that. Well, not all of us went through that. Some did, some didn't. But this is a family of choice, whether you had a, have a, a wonderful blood family at home or sure. you don't. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is the closest we've got. Some of us have to it. And there's no, no way to miss that. There's no way to, you know, but, but the only... The thing I want to stress, stress to people who've not been to the convention, I'll do my usual proselytizing here. Uh, this is a very tightly knit group of people, but, we, but it is not remotely insular, which is rare. This is a very tightly knit group of people, and to become a member of that tightly knit group, you need to show up. End of paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And I found that out when I came to my first convention. I mean, I've been doing a podcast, started in 2017. Came here in 2019 and was, and I was trepidatious. Let's, uh, I'll be honest, I, I don't know any of these people. I've talked to quite a few to the podcast, but, but until you see somebody face to face and get a real feel, look in their eyes and see how they feel about you, you don't know. I felt like I was just welcomed in on a wave and there won't be another convention that I will miss. I, I look forward to it. it now. Every year it's only been two, but I feel like I am really been drawn in and a part of the community. It, welcomed in on a wave, nothing. We'll run out. We'll run out and grab you <laughs> off the street if we have to. You don't have a choice. Um, the uh, yeah, but it's little things. You see the veterans, the guys who have been here 20, 30, 40, 50 years. In the case yeah. of guys like Roy Langens, uh, but if some new person is wandering around at breakfast, and trying to find a place to sit by themselves because they don't think they ought to horn in, uh-uh. Yeah, we got a seat at our table. Sit down. Right. Where are you from? Right. What games do you play? Yeah. Uh, you know, welcome to the family. Yeah. And uh, that's the way we do these things. And, uh, you know, and, and then once you're a member of the family, like I say, we take care of our own. And that's, uh, that's the way it goes. John, n nobody talks about or encompasses what this is all about better than you. That's why I wanted to get you out here and talk to you and put this on the podcast, the 100th episode. As always, Mr. Cochran, 
It has been a pleasure and always will be as long as we keep coming to this convention, and we will be. We, we, we will be. I'm honored that you asked me, and I am honored to be in the same Hall of Fame with you. Same here, my friend. All right. It's John Cochran, everybody, if you need him, one of the all-time greats. All right, we're back here at the APA convention, and we are still rolling for the first round of the APA baseball tournament 2021. I am here with a guy who's one of my favorites. Uh, he's at the uh, convention every year. I, I got to actually meet him in person two years ago, and we have uh, spoke on and off. He's been on the podcast a few times. He's the host of uh, really kind of the speaking host of the convention. He is none other than Greg Wells. Greg, welcome back. And uh, good to see you, as always. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. It's good to see you as well. And uh, I've enjoyed uh, talking to you a few times this weekend. We're all having a good time, I think. We really are, and the tournament's going great. Really going off at pretty good speed, even though uh, me and uh, a couple other people slowed it down. I know that people were worried. I can't speak to that. <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, the, the convention, after being off last year due to COVID and coming back this year, I mean, everybody just seems to be energized at being here and being able to be out and seeing all their friends again. Your thoughts on that? A hundred percent. You know, we came back from lunch today and sometimes there's a little lull there and instead it was so loud in the room you could hear you couldn't hear the person you were playing talk. It was uh, so much energy. Everybody's having a really good time. I thought dinner last night was uh, exceptional. You know, of course I'm sure you've talked about what we've done for Skeet and that was wonderful I thought and uh, so really uh, a lot of good things this this year that we haven't done in the past and uh, uh, some nice new traditions. Yeah. And then this tournament here, it, it's different. I was talking to your son, Brian, about the way we went to the tie system, like the scoring system is like soccer. You get points, two points for a win, one point for a tie, nothing, three, three points, points for a win, one for a tie. I had three ties personally, which is very strange. Uh, but uh, I think it makes for a little more excitement. We have that one uh, uh, division in there that's going right down to the wire. Yeah, there's been some exciting races. There's been a lot of ties, more ties than I think we maybe thought. Yeah. Uh, you know, I suggested maybe we go 10 innings instead of 9, but, you know, I know we're just trying to move it along yeah. on some level. Yeah. Uh, 10 games, a lot of games to play. Uh, but, you know, I know my division was real close. We had at the end, we had three guys that if they win their last game and I and I lose my last game or tie, they, that somebody else could win. So. Yeah. Uh, really did make for an exciting pennant race, and it's easy to understand pennant race. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is, and and it's it. I think it does add a little more excitement, just like the divisions and the wild cards have added excitement to, to Major League Baseball. Um, again, an off year last year, we couldn't do anything. This year, we're back. What do you see as the future of not only uh, the, the convention but the Apple Game Company as a whole? Well, listen, I'm always positive about these things. You know, I I've seen some real resurgence. You know, numbers are down a little bit this year, but we still have this variant out there. And, you know, teachers are back to school. Oppa's got a yeah. lot of teachers. Yeah. Um, so I know, for example, Panky couldn't come in from California. We miss him. Uh, but I think next year it'll be back in its normal slot in June, as I understand it. And, uh, you know, I feel like we'll be back to some normal numbers. And, and you know, people keep coming every year for the first time. We had a bunch of guys for the first time yeah, this year, right. which, was, which was fabulous. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm bullish on the, on the company. I think that there's a lot of things going forward. You know, John, I remember the second or third year I came saying to uh, Gilles Thibault, it's sort of too bad we only play baseball. I'd like to play a football game. And he was into it. Yeah. And so we started playing football, and now there's a football tournament, and we had the hockey tournament, and they played. Last night they had three or four horse races. Yeah, I played in right? that. You it was exciting, in it. yeah. Right. So everything, I think, in the three, part three golf, so I believe most of the games have been, and, you know, a bowling game is here. I don't know if anybody pulled it out. I think I saw somebody playing it. So yeah. uh, that, to me, is what's fun about this, is you can just basically play anything, or you can literally play nothing and just hang around yeah. and talk. Yeah, so, and, and, and it's all good. Every, it's all every, good. Every, every part of the three days is great, yeah. four days for some. Greg, as always, great talking to you. You are a, one of the steadfast people here and one of the people that continue to carry this tradition on. Thanks again. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. It's great to see you again. You too. All right, I'm now out in the hallway now. We're waiting for the completion of some of the division winners to go to the uh, next round, the playoff round of this year's APA convention tournament. I am with one of the division winners. He was in my division. Chuck Soros, a great guy. I've talked to him a, a lot of times. I was happy to have him in my division. And I felt bad at one point. I'll explain that in a minute. But, Chuck, congratulations on going on to the next round. Thank you. Appreciate it, John. 
Uh, and the reason I felt bad was because I was not having a great day. I had uh, uh, two tie or three ties and two wins, and my last two games was against Chuck. Chuck was in a battle with a couple of other players. Uh, uh, who, who was it? It was uh, Roy uh, Ray Dunlap and uh, 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 Randy Egan. Oh, Randy Egan. Yeah, Randy yeah. Egan. I played first, so I thought. The only thing I could really do was ruin Chuck's day, and I swept the two-game series, but Chuck did eke in, so, boy, I'm glad you made it because I was feeling bad. Yeah, I was definitely feeling the pressure a little bit, especially that last game when you hit that two-run homer late in the game. I was, I was feeling the pressure a little bit. Yeah, because it's out of your control. You have not, Now all you can do is wait to see what everybody else does, but it turned out for you going on to the next round. Talk about the team you chose and, and how they did in the first round this turn. All right, well, I took the 1953 Brooklyn Dodgers, and uh, obviously a great – Great offensive team. Pitching's a little kind of suspect at times with a BCC starting rotation, but uh, usually the offense makes up for it. And really throughout the tournament, they did. Um, scored 17 runs in a, in a game. Had, had a big comeback against uh, uh, Pete Simonelli. where We were tied 6-6 and erupted for a four-run eighth inning to sort of blow the game open. And so overall, overall they've been performing well, but I've even been able to win close games too. You know, my first win was a two-to-one game against another 53 uh, yeah, Brooklyn right. Dodgers team. So. Right, right. Tyler so, Wikes had that team. And, yeah. Uh, and Tyler didn't do very well at all, but you seemed to, to get the runs. You got the rolls, except for our series. It just it just wasn't coming for you. Yeah, I, I think my focus when in taking this team is focusing on the on-base percentages. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so a lot of the, the players that I have in my starting lineup are pretty much 360 or higher for on-base percentage. Yeah. Because um, I'd rather get a guy on base and have a shot with that team with, You're you right. know, shot at a two-run blast. Or a, or a big RBI hit right. um, than, than focusing on average necessarily, just that only. Yeah, yeah. well, average is overrated, as we yeah. all know. The on-pager center is where it's at. If you had a chance to peruse the other uh, uh, division winners and see who you're up against uh, coming up the next round? I, th- I think that uh, Greg Wells has the 37 Yankees, mm-hmm. so that, that's going to be a, a tough matchup. And I'm sort of scouting ahead. A lot, lot, of, lot of 500 play, a lot, lot, lot of teams sort of in the middle. Yeah. Um, so it seems like some pretty even competition, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be great. Always is back here. Chuck, congratulations on getting to the next round, and Thanks, always good having you on the program. We it appreciate it. great talking to you. All right. You take care. Thanks. I don't talk about <laughs> I'm here <laughs> with Roy Langens, who was happy to do this podcast segment with me, but when he found out I'm 1-3-1 and one in the tournament, he's, uh, he, he might not talk, but Roy – one of the all-time greats. It's always good to see you. You look great, by the way. I don't Thank care what you. they say about you. <laughs> I think sure you're looking true. pretty good. But uh, how, how do you like the 2021 convention after missing last year? Last night was fantastic. It was, wasn't I mean, it? I really mean that. Not just because of the recording. But uh, the interview with Skeet was classic. And the opportunity to bring in Fritz on the telephone was even better. Yeah. So it was, I told John after it was over, he's just done a magnificent job for this weekend. Yeah. And, and it always goes off so well. Greg Wells does a great job of doing the emceeing. And, well, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say great. <laughs> well, I just, I, I say that for the podcast. Now, I'm not going to say that in, in, in reality, but, but uh, it is. It's such a well-run uh, convention. and it's, It is. Um, you know, the question and answer session yesterday. They started right on time. Yeah. I'm not sure it ever happened like that before. No. (laughs) And everything's going smoothly today. Uh, It's just terrific. Well, listen, best of luck to you in the tournament. I know that you love playing the tournament. Oh, yeah. It's it's nice to be able to play after screwing up the last two times. (laughs) But, uh, how are you doing, by the way? I'm I'm 3 0 1. Man, that's that's top of the line. And I'm playing an undefeated team next. So this is is it. Oh, this is it. Top top of the line game right here. I'm after him. Roy, I can't tell you how good it is to see you, my friend. All right, buddy. Take care and win a couple games for a change. Thank you. I appreciate that. Take care. Well, all good things come to an end. And, well, that was the case for this year's 2021 APA convention. Uh, I want to thank everybody who took part in this podcast, uh, allowing me to uh, take a few minutes of their time to uh, uh, have them talk about their experience at the convention. Uh, Certainly all of the Hall of Famers, 
uh, John Herson, thanks to him, and Connie and the whole crew to put it uh, together. And it was just great to see all of the APA folks there, uh, some who I met for the first time, others who I've known for a little while, and uh, some who I've talked to but never actually got to meet. So, again, uh, I think a great time was had by all. And we will end this, I guess, the way it should end, with uh, my conversation with Ken Kraft on our way leaving Alpharetta and on our way back home to Northern Kentucky. So until next time, thanks for listening to This Week in Appa, and we'll check you out again. I'm John Azalon, and here's Ken and I saying this one off. Well, we started this 100th episode, uh, which is dedicated to the 2021 APA convention in Alpharetta. We started out with Ken and I in the car going down to Georgia. Now we're on our way back and this is how we're going to end it. Ken, your thoughts about the weekend? Well, obviously the biggest surprise and uh, we'll get this out of the way. It was your selection to the APA Hall of Fame. Congratulations. I know you were surprised. Quite frankly, I was overly surprised. I just... (laughs) No, congratulations, all seriousness. Uh, you know, you've uh, you've ded- you dedicate a lot of time to the uh, um, this week in Apple podcast, and you know it's it's not like you can just throw it together in two minutes. It's a very time consuming thing, and it's it's been a great service for the Apple Game Company, and I owe John Herson appreciates it, although he doesn't give you enough swag for it. But we'll, I'm sure you'll be working on that. <laughs> well, I get plenty of swag, believe me, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and the first the first podcast we did, as I said on the way down, was you and I uh, doing a pre-play of the 2017 World Series, and uh, and really, if it wasn't for you saying let's go down to Atlanta and uh, catch a Braves game and stop into the game company, this never would have started uh, anyway. So I owe you a lot for that, and uh, uh, just been it, it, it's just been a good time. I mean, we went two years ago, had to miss last year, and just the way. The, the folks that got down there this year were, were were just so happy to get out and see their friends again. I think it was it, it, it was something you saw all weekend long. Oh, it, you know, every every convention is, is the same. It's it's like a, it's not an APA thing. It's a family reunion thing, and and everybody says that it's all about the APA family, and it's it's definitely true. And it's always great to talk to guys face to face. That sometimes you maybe touch base with over the phone, but. There's, there's nothing like, uh, you know, we were talking with Dick Moore, and he says his favorite time of the convention is when you're not really playing games or doing anything, but you're just sitting around BSing about APA and baseball, and that, that's the favorite time. Yeah, and it really is, and you, and you you get to connect with guys that you only see maybe once a year, um, and I, I get a, an added benefit of being able to talk to some of these guys more often than, than a lot of others do, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the main thing is the baseball tournament on Saturday, but a lot of other things going on, the football tournament, soccer. Uh, we did a little horse racing on uh, on Friday night. Uh, that was fun. Uh, uh, you know, hockey, everything. I mean, it, it, there are some smaller parts with the big part being baseball, uh, but everybody seems to, to be able to contribute and have a good time uh, in doing that. And speaking of baseball, Ken, you had the only no-hitter of the baseball tournament. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, I was playing the 1990 A's, and they had uh, Dave Stewart and Bob Welch were the A starters. And uh, Bob Welch threw no-hitter. It wasn't a perfect game. I think there was an error and, and two walks. Uh, but it's all about the dice rolls. You're talking about Mr. Freeze was sitting on the other side. Uh, it was... Uh, Tom, and I apologize, Tom, I can't remember your last name, but uh, when you don't roll any double numbers against an A starter, you're likely to get shut out or even no hit, and that's what happened. Bob Welch with the no hitter. Yeah, Bob Welch, the only one of the tournament. I was being no hit with my uh, uh, 2018 uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, two outs in the ninth inning down three to nothing and somehow I came back and tied the game on a uh, two-run home run by uh, Max Muncy 
uh, but ended up losing in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, neither of us made it to the uh, to the uh, semifinals of the tournament. Uh, uh, my record was four, three, and three with the three ties. And you were what? What was your final record? Uh, well, I, w- I was six and four, and I would have made it into the championship round, except the stud reliever Dennis Hecker, <laughs> the twenty-eight. Uh, a B X double Z reliever lost two games for me. So I, the the old saying is you can't stop a sixty six in the basic game. Yeah. And there you go again. You you mentioned a dice roll, and that's exactly what it is. If you don't get the good ones, you're not going to do anything, no matter your team. And if you get the big numbers by your opponent. I don't care who you got out there, you're going to lose. Ken, I still feel bad about the, the 58 Yankees beating your 58 Braves in your in your replay. But yeah. I I never got to be able to tell you that, but uh, uh, that's a little inside joke for us. But, uh, again, uh, a, a great weekend. I appreciate you driving down and being part of it. And uh, we definitely have to do it again next year. Oh, definitely. And I invite anybody who's never been to a convention – you should come. It, it really is a good family get-together for the APA family and APA community. John does a great job putting it on. Well, John probably doesn't do anything to put it on. It's probably all Connie doing all, all the legwork. But uh, it's a great time. Mark it down on your calendar for next year and try to come down. Yep, it'll be the week after Father's Day. Uh, back to our normal time slot. And uh, if you haven't been down, certainly come down. And we can't wait to see all the folks that are down there on a regular basis. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it.